0: This is Mouth Media Network, the business of
1: being heard.
0: It's the year 3652. A cyborg scientist named Z15-Q discovers that all major historical events, culture, and advancements can be tied to a single point more than 16 centuries earlier, to a small group of full bio-Earthers who assembled to tell stories and joke and find out about other people while using chickens as some sort of measuring device. Somehow, this was recorded into something called a podcast podcast, and these recordings set in motion an unwitting series of events leading to various catastrophes and eventually the rise of the new world as Z15-Q now knows it. Z15-Q decides to conceal this knowledge, fearful of the unrest it may cause on both Earth and Mars. After all, everybody knows it's Lady Gaga who really set the future in motion. There's no sense sparking a revolution. That podcast was Funny People Talking.
1: Hi, I'm Rory Hughes, and I am the founder of Boom. And I would rather jump off my balcony and drown in the canal than listen to Funny People Talking.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Funny People Talking. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Rako, and better late than never, which I'll explain in just a moment. And uh, of course staring right into her beautiful eyes, our good friend Dresden Engel. Dresden. Hello! Hello. I'm so excited today. Uh, I feel like i was still a little (laughs) (laughs) calling.
3: Oh, I was going for a high-pitched Ethel Merman. But, you know, you do you, Marky. No, you do I you. Got,
2: uh, you know, that's no business like show business. Oh, I'm actually a little
3: sad. You would beat me off in an Ethel off.
2: You would <laughs> beat
3: you me. <laughs> you would win.
2: Wow. That's something I've always strived for.
1: Uh, I had a
3: contest <laughs> in college and a man did beat me. So did you really? It's, wow. you know, yeah, I'm better wow. all these years. Yeah.
1: Did you do the arms as well?
3: I did a lot because I've played Mama Rose. So, you know, I oh, emulated. Yeah, okay. oh, I
1: emulated.
3: And Reno Sweeney. Like, I've done a few Ethel roles here in my day.
2: By the way, I mean, this is a sheer, true, real, heartfelt compliment comment, Dresden. I genuinely believe you could effectively play Mama Rose on Broadway. I think Thank you, you.
3: On Broadway? On
2: Broadway. I believe that entirely <gasps> and truly. I do. I think That's you've awesome. got the chops, the voice, the skill, and the, the right, everything's going on. Thank you you're welcome.
3: Maybe Broadway t- revival
2: uh, coming
1: soon
3: coming soon. auditions soon also
2: with us, <laughs> you know, like ten minutes into the show, I'll bring her along. our good friend <laughs> and our our <laughs> producer, Elsie. Hello, my friend Elsie. How are you? Hey, I'm okay. good.
3: Hi, Elsie. Would you ever want to do a Ethel Merman off sing off with me or no no
4: okay. I, don't, I don't really my range is three notes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not three octaves. No, three, three
0: notes. notes. That's right.
3: You, just checking. Just yeah. check me.
2: And, and me. and by the way, three notes, what she means is she means B sharp, A, and A sharp. Like that. That rings, right? There. No. All little humor.
3: Little humor for the music theory kids in the back.
2: That's right. Um, <laughs> and uh speaking of music theory and kids and in the back, whatever that means. Also, that actually
1: could be a great um Band name Three Notes.
3: Ooh, yeah. Inspired by Elsie.
1: Also with us, Rory Hughes, the founder of
2: Boom. Hello, hello. Thanks to 21st century technology, coming to us all the way from Ireland. Yes, yes, the actual Dublin. country from Dublin in Ireland across the pond. I am so thankful you're with us. Thanks for being up a little late. Thank you for on. having me. Yay. Yay. So, jazz
1: hands, spirit fingers.
2: Uh, before we get into the show, I should mention something sort of interesting to me. On our last episode, oh. we were talking with comedian uh, Deborah D. Giovanni, and we were talking to her the day after the US election, and the results were. Not knowing at all at that time, we were still we were all very in stressed. She's from uh, we all were. She's from Canada. Now we're talking to a gentleman who's in Ireland, and I would like to point out this is the first time we've all regrouped since that moment. It's now as we record this, November twelfth, twelfth, and. While Joe Biden, from a presidential standpoint, has been recognized as the likely presidential elect, it's still not formally official. We all stand a little bit on pins and needles going, please let this be true for those of us who feel that way. And it's kind of really interesting. What I wanted to ask you is kind of go around the the virtual room here and find out what it was like for each of you as you learned of the news of it being called. Because I I certainly know for me it was an emotional moment and there were people all out in the street here banging pots and screaming and yelling and running up and beeping horns and everything like that. So uh, I'd love to actually start with you, Rory, uh, since we got to hear about the election from a Canadian and then now you're in Dublin. Uh, What kind of news impact, how did this hit you there across the pond?
1: Well, uh, we were addicted, my husband and I were addicted to watching the whole entire election in general just because of, pen, you know, nail-biting what's going on, what's going happening. Um, when it actually finally came into fruition that he was the president-elect, I actually was on a, a Boom composing series class, <laughs> and I was, like, fr- like, in the background, freaking out, jumping up and down, and then uh, messaging all of the guys in the class going, Biden's the president-elect. <laughs> it wasn't any like pots and pans or anything like that over here, but you could, you know, everyone, the majority of people in Ireland and around the world had a sigh of relief. Let's just say that.
2: Very interesting.
1: Very interesting. Big <laughs> sigh of relief. But I definitely was really happy.
2: Cool. Uh, very, very interesting to hear that. Tristan, what about you? What was that moment like for you? How did it manifest itself? What was the experience like?
3: I was, uh I cried. I was uh, ecstatic. My daughter of color was even more ecstatic than I was. I could breathe for the first time in four years. I know that sounds incredibly dramatic to anybody other than my liberal friends.
1: No, that's Um, a lot of you. A lot of us.
3: (laughs) A lot of us. And I thanked my friend Rory. Yes, the Rory, for even though he lives in Ireland but he's still an American citizen, for doing his absentee Pennsylvania ballot. The man. So he was one of my first And I re-registered
1: purposely in Pennsylvania. I was so New York. So we
3: thank him. Every Very vote nice. counts.
1: Very nice. Oh, yeah. Very nice dress. I was not yeah. going to miss that one.
2: <laughs> what about you, Elsie?
4: I was working, and um, I heard commotion outside. So I figured it was good news. And that's And it was really, really powerful. Really yeah. incredible. Nice. yeah Yeah.
3: good to be in a city where you knew noise meant good news
4: yeah Yeah, the honking and the cheering and the pant pot we did have the pots and pans yeah
3: that's amazing yep yeah that was the thing was it banging pots and pans together was it wooden spoons what was it
4: it was a lot of metal
3: metal against metal so it was loud (laughs) wow it was loud I'm going to have to Google because I want to see what that looks like in the streets of New York.
2: Well, I can tell you right now. There's videos all over. There's videos all over, but I I can actually play for you. I recorded the moment that it happened outside my window. And right as it happened, and here is the sound.
3: Oh, Oh, wow. I
4: have chills. I have chills. Hear that metal? That's metal
3: again. And you were looking out the window. What did you see? How many people? Nobody. It was in the windows?
2: It was just everybody out their windows or whatever. And anyway, the point is, is that
1: it's what like was amazing,
2: well, I just live, my wife and I just live on a quiet street as New York streets go. Yeah. And it's not yeah. like we were in a main area where like Times Square and all there was just like people everywhere. I saw almost nobody on the street and yet there was this volume, this cacophony of noise. And that moved me alone that our street was Ooh. doing that. It was crazy. Um, and then, and, and, and what all I want to say here is, That evening, and I'm sure this may have been the same for at least you, Dresden. My wife and I watched uh, the the whole speeches by Biden and and Harris, and we cried. We cried not because, oh, happy day or it's over or anything like that. We cried because we felt hope. And what we had hoped we would hear was delivered in spades for us. It was just... Such strength and real leadership and hope for the future. And by the way, I want to say this is all of our personal experiences. With full respect to anyone listening who doesn't, is not aligned with this thinking or doesn't support Joe Biden, you know, respect your right to support another candidate also, but uh, this is how I feel, but Well, I'll
3: I'll actually, I'll even, I'll even it out because I'm pretty sure Rory and his husband were also watching, even though they're uh, five hours ahead. Um, (sighs) Till three or four in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't watch. I was with a childhood friend who is Republican, who 100% believes the only reason the Biden Harris ticket prevailed was because of voter fraud, uh, mail fraud. And I was with her. She came to town and out of respect to her, I didn't watch the speeches knowing in the digital world in which you live, I could watch them the next day, but, um, I, yeah, immediately could not celebrate the way I wanted to celebrate, but also Mm. realized I still had the hope in my heart and that's all that mattered. So with all due respect to everybody listening, who doesn't believe, Mm -hmm. you know, the same as us, we are still, you know, plodding along, loving everybody around us, but personally, uh, Things got a little scary out there. People weren't being as kind as they could have been. And now we just have hope that that will prevail. Kindness will prevail. Class.
2: And love. Class and And love. love. Well, speaking of, watch this segue. Speaking of class, uh, our guest Rory. (laughs) We're so excited you're on this show. (laughs) Boom. Exactly. because Because uh, Rory is the founder of Boom which is, uh, and I am i am going to butcher this, this is my I'll basic understanding. I'll do it then. I'll yes. do it for hey, you. Okay. Ladies and it gentlemen, the-, the great Dresden Angle will now present the Primer for <laughs> BOOM.
3: Yes, it is an acronym for Broadway Official Online Masterclass, hence BOOM.
2: And full disclosure, this is one of Dresden's... Clients,
3: yes, <laughs> fashion <laughs> project. Fashion project. Rory, Rory can attest, passion I'm not project. being paid. Passion I'm project. not being paid for Last
1: these projects for everybody involved right this now. Is a I'm, project.
3: I'm just a Broadway kid freak, like <laughs> That's everybody right. else. Forgive me, and uh,
2: good clarification. And Sometimes
3: when I'm stressed and I'll say, Rory, I don't have time to help with X, Y, or Z because it gets a passion project for Rory as well. I say, Hey, Rory, send me the link, and then I watch Thane Jasperson teaching kids from all around the world
2: and you get re-inspired the
3: choreography to Hamilton. shot in Hamilton. He's the only still remaining original cast member. And then my heart is restored. And then I know why I am helping with this amazing project. Wow. You just need to see the joy in these kids faces wow. and the class of the artist teaching it and your mind will be blown.
2: All right. Well, we're going to find out all about Rory, how this boom Initiative, this this incredible passion project, this this organization has come to be, and yeah. how he's recruited these Broadway uh, stars to to participate, and what the mission is ahead. But we're also going to have a really fun show, our salute to Tina Fey, another wonderful (laughs) Dresden moment. And I understand that uh, Elsie returns with another installment of Yum or Yuck with a very special, very special twofer. Cool. As I get it. Can't wait for that. And a brand new improv game. I can't Uh wait to introduce you to. It is called Redirection. And that will be coming up. Uh, plus, again, all about Rory right after this. But first, really, 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 really quickly. Dresden, yes. I noticed something very interesting today. I noticed that your eyebrows appear to be highly woven. <laughs> like, like, I, and they're, they're very, very, very woven. Like, like, incredibly ornately done. Almost like lace. And I was, I was so interested in this because... That actually isn't something I would specifically expect from you. But tell me why you have ornately lace-like, ornamentally woven eyebrows today.
3: Well, my boyfriend said wear a little something sexy and lacy for me. And I didn't just want to keep going to the store and keep buying the same old thong over and over again, so I made it permanent.
2: How long do these thongs last you, by the way, if you keep keep buying them over and over again? Sorry, go ahead.
3: (laughs) Well, goodwill thongs. Oh. <laughs> but aren't they all?
1: <laughs> Get the yeah, my daughter ones. my yeah. daughter
3: uses them for Barbie hammocks and you know. Oh. but um yeah. And and I perpetually just wanted to have, you know, my eyebrows raised to have this constant look of surprise on my face because I'm I'm married to a Republican conservative and oh. we differ so often. On topics that just constantly, that's my state of my face. So, anyway,
2: that's hilarious. Is that true? Mark, I didn't, you, re- I didn't did realize you, that. Is that true? You didn't know that about Paul. I did not know that about Paul. I, did, I didn't know I that. Did. And that actually, you know, I mean, with full respect to him, that actually deeply surprises me. But I guess I, I just know. don't know him well enough to have known that. That's I know. wow. Yeah.
3: <sighs> Send the sympathy cards to. Funny That's people right. talking. In
2: care, of, In care of. Stressed out mama. Oh, two, one, three, four. <laughs> Senator Paul. All right. So, uh, thank you for that. Very interesting answer to that. And quite a little discovery along the way. Elsie, would you tell me to start the show, please?
3: You mean Mark's we didn't start, start the, the, show. the show yet? <laughs> I know.
4: Yeah. Let's get it going.
0: From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Dresden Engel, and Elsie.
2: here with Rory Hughes and everybody including you and I'm so excited before we get started super quick just to let you know Rory I don't know if you've had a chance to hear the show but on every episode we we pray to the comedy gods that our comedy goddess uh, Tina Fey will somehow, some way, someday make an appearance on the show, a drive by, a postcard, pizza, anything. So, uh, we would love that. We pray to the comedy gods. You may join if you wish, no pressure. Send good vibes, but I'll lead it off really quickly. Oh, Tina Faye, we Tina. wish you were here. Please say, hey, Tina. Hey, Tina. Hey, oh, Tina. Tina. Uh, Tina. Uh, you us, uh, let's we get some really Tina. Want to go we love you. You. Thanksgiving. Tina, Tina, so, Tina. We'd be so thankful. Tina, Tina, Tina. So that'd be cool. Let's make it happen. Fey Fey let's, Fey happen. Fey Fey. let's make it happen. Fey. Thanks, Tina. Amen. Have Amy
3: Poehler join
2: you.
1: Please. Oh, yes, Amy hey, and <laughs> Tina. <Yes. laughs> very, very nice. Amen. The Thank two you. of them together would be amazing.
2: Thank you. Right? Duh. Like, why continue the show after that? It's like, that's our finale. That's our finale. Thank you very much for that, everybody. Okay. First up, a Dresden moment.
3: A Dresden moment.
2: And now
0: it's time for Dresden Moments.
3: So... Trustin has had the fabulous opportunity in her public relations career to work with quite, quite a lot of celebrities, a big lot of them. And most of them are film folk and music folk. But there was a time when the paths were crossed in the last three, four years where it was Broadway for a change, yay. Mm-hmm. And it had to do with the creator, one of the three creators of Hair, James Rado. Now, I had grown up on this musical because my mom's a hippie. And when she put me on TV at age four, she didn't just have me sing Good Ship Lollipop or something like that. She had me sing Frank Mills from Hair. Yes. And I know Mark and I have talked about that because he actually knows the song. I know the
2: song. But yes, because we too. have
3: Rory here from Boom, I just this, wanted to tell you Wait, is this the, the second story.
2: installment of the Frank Mills song in your life? Because you told no, a story. This is about the it same before. story. This is the same story. But you're this telling the, the story again, story. but so Rory yeah. can hear it.
3: Telling the story because so, yeah. again and okay, telling a little bit okay. more. And telling a little So I'm excited. while we're working together, I tell him that I very first song that I ever sang publicly was Frank Mills. And you know, rather than some cutesy little song. And we start singing it together. And then when we were done, he promptly said, Where can I get some pot? And scene. Exactly what you would expect James Rado, the creator of hair to do is to then ask me where he could buy marijuana. <laughs> and that's my story. But then he was an awesome. Amazing person. And, and <laughs> we had amazing stories and I got to do a video talking about how the song Aquarius came to be that the fifth dimension sang. And I'll save that story for another time.
2: I love that song. I love that musical. Oh yeah. My parents saw it in, uh, toronto i believe when it was in the big, nude like yeah in, in the original <laughs> yeah, like, my mom sold on Broadway. yeah. Like, wow yeah hippies.
3: so i remember sitting there at an audition and they said raise your hand if you won't be nude and i let's just say i didn't audition because i raised my hand rory would you do it
1: would you oh do god hair?
3: yeah hair oh, okay that was easy twist his arm <laughs> 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 elsie i would have you, no qualms elsie would you be in the cast of hair and the nude no Mr. Rako
2: no I I I don't it would take a lot for me to do anything nude and it has less but also don't don't you have to sing
3: well there's that too but I was more testing your naked stage barometer I got the double (laughs) whammy of no all right
2: double no All right,
3: Rory, you get the part. You play
2: all the parts right, you're in dark. Dark. You you okay, Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations.
1: I love it's it.
3: It's only one scene. It's only one quick scene where they're nude. It's it literally is. Drop
1: your, drop your clothes yeah. and then it's over. And then
3: blackout, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's Sorry like the life. end of Full <laughs> Monty. Hello. It's like the end of Full Monty musical.
2: You know it would be it would be you know how some moments you remember them in slow motion? That would be my luck is there would be certain people in the audience who would have that moment and replay it in (laughs) horrible jiggly slow motion.
3: Jiggly. Jiggly.
2: I, just I would have been honest. jiggly. Oh.
3: I would have been jiggly live on stage. Oh Badoom. my
2: gosh! But um, all right. Thank you so much, Dresden. <laughs> and guess what? It's time for another installment of Yum or Yuck with our good friend Elsie. She loves
3: bacon. She's cantankerous and her cats and a just bent. She's the
2: producer. It's Elsie. Elsie, Hi. you've been dying to do this. You kind of come out of the. Come out of the proverbial Yomer Yuck closet today, uh, (laughs) back with a a twofer, you said. I don't know what that means. So fill us in. It's a
4: twofer out of a fourfer.
2: (laughs) You were pretty excited. So tell us what's going on.
4: Yeah. So um, there's this company called Lekko, L-E-K-K-C-O. Yeah. And they've got these four products, but I'm not going to do all four. That's why I said fourfer. I'm doing twofer. So they have a Belgian dark chocolate spread. They have a coconut belgian dark chocolate spread but i'm going to do the caramel and sea salt belgian dark chocolate spread and the caribbean banana belgian dark chocolate spread so Mm. this is yeah and then um on top of it they cut they well i guess i should show you guys since we can see on here there's a okay i don't know oh yeah yeah Cool, cool, i know that company
2: they they this is not your usual like belgian chocolate right they make it totally differently
4: yeah, it's a uh, it's vegan, it's gluten free, it's all good stuff, and uh, I'm gonna eat it. And it also comes with a booklet. You got this? Comes with this booklet that they send with each jar, oh, how and cute. it tells you. Yeah, it's really nice. It's got all kinds of. See that oh, nice yeah. happy person. Yeah. It's a happy happy child. It's it talks about where you can get it, what you can do with it. Eat it plain. Eat it on a piece of bread or a cracker make it a dessert eat it with fruit it's but it's the thing is that's cool is uh it's nut free gluten free dairy free non-gmo vegan only four grams of sugar 60 calories it's just uh
2: so basically guilt it sounds
4: it sounds great
2: (laughs) guilt-free belgian chocolate is what you're telling us
4: yeah. All right. So I'm going to do it the good old-fashioned way of just eating it with a spoon.
2: Nice. I don't mean no
4: stinking crackers or right. bread or whatever.
2: While she's getting so, the oh, – yeah,
4: Oh, my gosh. This one, I got to tell you. When I opened this one, the banana just went –
2: So what's the flavor of that one? Nice. Mm.
1: This
4: one's banana. It smells amazing. Mm. So if it tastes as good as it smells. And then the caramel sea salt. so
1: Bananas and chocolate. So would you guys
4: tell me which one you want to hear
2: first?
1: Banana, banana, banana,
4: banana. For chocolate. The banana, chocolate. Banana. All right, banana. Oh, aren't you glad I didn't say banana? All right, ready, <laughs> one, two,
3: three.
0: Oh, all right. Ooh,
3: mmm. It's a little messy, but it sounds like it's worth it. Mmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got on my face.
4: This tastes like you put chocolate on a banana.
1: No, nice. yeah. this is yeah, this yummy. is.
4: This is oh. serious stuff. Serious stuff. I, this is good. I give this 72 chickens. It's a yum. 72,
2: 72 out of 72. 72 out of 72 chickens, wow. an automatic yum. That's like the fastest yum you've ever given on this show.
1: I got to look right. for that somewhere over here, though. Oh, my
4: gosh. <laughs> that is that is good. All right. Now I'm going to try the, I don't know. I don't know if this caramel sea salt one can uh, outdo the banana. That was That was phenomenal. All right. So I'm going to get another spoonful. All right watch that gooey ooey yemo. oh my god that's so that, thick looking but wow. yeah. it's not but i didn't warm it up this is just how it goes it's just like hot fudge sort of kind of it's a, it's amazing the texture is good too it's smooth it's not like um grainy or weird or anything like that so one two three go
2: i love a good salted mm. caramel oh she likes it so, oh my gosh
1: i <laughs> It's Instead of hey Mikey, he likes it. It's hey Elsie, she likes it. There you go, Elsie. Don't eat pop
2: rocks with that. I should point out, Elsie didn't like put on a cracker or nothing. She like you ate it. You just ate a big spoonful of that. Wow, yeah, I I haven't seen this kind of a reaction from you. So I'm going to tell you,
4: yeah, tell us. I don't get the salty thing going on. There's the brown butter kind of thing of the caramel. So I'm not going to say caramel and sea salt like what if you're expecting it that way it's good but yeah. it's not that so this one's gonna get 70 chickens out of 72 it's that's still a yum awesome. but Perfect. the banana one kills it that's the one i highly recommend so this and then is- i'm sure that the belgian chocolate one is probably No, did you did
3: it at like a trader joe's or something because i want to go like right oh. now and get it
4: you want me to i it's got the list here
3: oh yeah 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 yeah
4: so it's um city market uh dylan's fred meyer fries Gerb, g-e-r-b-e-s i don't know that place gerby's i don't know king supers kroger ralph's qfc smith's amazon prime roundies amazon prime um, ding
2: ding ding there you go
1: ding, there ding, we ding, go ding, ding. That
4: patels <laughs> even in ireland i Joe know osco patels uh fresh market metro market yeah i said king supers right
3: all right hey, yeah for people who want to go to but i mean amazon prime that's like yeah. that's, anybody. Can, that's spell, anybody can you just spell the the name again so it's
4: l-e-k-k-c-o, L-E-K-K-C-O. all right awesome wow
2: check it yeah. out oh, let
4: but let go. yeah
2: thank you so much elsie and uh uh i, yeah, know I wish you
4: could have had some they have, Sorry. They have
2: uh, uh more flavors too i believe and uh i said that yeah i know
1: I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, the it. coconut one and the Bel-
4: and
3: wow. Belgian yeah. chocolate, coconut. and yeah. Yum, yum. That's Sorry. the
1: next invention, Elsie, is being able to pass food through, you know, virtual worlds so we could try yeah. it. coming. I you just heard...
2: want to scratch and sniff. By the way, have, have you seen the technology, <laughs> this is real, where there's technology now that are, you know those things that are like the pins and like you can shape them around your face? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, basically, on your side, you could, let's say, put your hand in it, and then each of those pins is connected to a sensor that sends a signal out, and on the other end, with the other person, it puts pressure on the pins on their end, so they can feel... The pressure that you do, it's and you could almost shake hands or hand them a, a ball. They could feel the ball coming out of them, and it's the That's you know, it's the it's probably the most, early part of that technology. The,
4: I think that was in a movie. I've seen
3: that in a movie, okay. Space Odyssey, but
2: but that exists now. That's a real thing. I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've I know. It.
3: But. But, I mean, probably similar technology to 3D printing, but that's really cool that you can yeah. feel somebody's touch. Isn't that
2: amazing? I, yeah. I think it's just the beginning of – there's going to be all sorts of things because there's a lot of smell orama, if you will. There's a lot of work being done with creating scents and transmitting them, and there's a lot of um, – There's your to... scratch and sniff. Basically, well, go. look, there is no reason – I this may even exist now, just not, like, available widely. Think about it. You could have a little cartridge – and in the cartridge are oils that are scented and put it in your phone. And depending on the signal that it gets, it could do a certain amount of each one. And the, depending on the combination of scents, it will create a resulting combined scent on the other end. So
3: when you call me, Mark, suddenly a smash of Polo's in my face.
2: Because uh, you grew uh... up
3: in the 80s and your name last name's Italian.
2: That's what it is. A little oregano. Boom. So, all right. We're <laughs> a quick break. Can I then. say one? Yeah. Go no, ahead. No, I'll no,
3: see. no, 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 no.
4: I have something else to say. Go ahead. I opened up this pamphlet even more from yeah. Lecco. Okay. There's something here that I have, this is important. Okay. Okay. This company is purpose driven dyslexia to fight for the awareness and uh, educational support. So they've got a um, connection to helping with uh, an advocate for dyslexia and also um, Lecker, L-E-K-K-E-R, is um, Flemish for something delicious and C-O means chocolate. So that's how they got their name, Leco. Finnish, ah. something delicious chocolate. I like so now, I, So now I told you something educational and also that they've got a purpose and there's also recipes in here too.
3: That's awesome, so, and I, I never, awesome. like, I never knew they anything covered
2: all in the finish. bases. I, I, I tell you what, Leco, if you if you if you need someone on your business development or marketing team, I I think maybe Elsie may be available. She's doing a good LC. job. It's ready so, for you. Yeah, all right. Thank you, you very very. Well, I mean,
4: very, that's good. It's a product yeah, for good. I like right? that. I mean, it's not just healthy; it doesn't just taste good, but it's for dyslexia and it's Flemish combination of words. It's got meaning. It's cool, and they give you recipes. So if you're not very experimental in in the kitchen, they they do it for you. They tell you how to make some yummy stuff. Thank
2: you very much, everybody. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is our improv game right after this.
0: In case you're wondering, we're basically the Jar Jar Binks of podcasts. This is Funny People Talking.
3: business has at least one big pivotal moment. The moment when you say, okay, we're at this turning point, so then what? I'm Lahari Neil peretti founder of LN Accounting Advisor. I hope you'll join me each week on my podcast, Then What? As we talk with successful business leaders who push past their business's biggest then what moments and succeed in an even bigger way because of effective leadership and solid business practices. It's inspiring and deeply useful information for any entrepreneur. Subscribe to Then What? on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find the best podcasts.
2: All right, time for a brand new improv game selected, created specifically with you and mine, Rory. Uh-oh. It is called <laughs> Redirection. And what it means is this we're going to make up a scene, meaning actually make up a scene that you're playing. And then one of the other people will give a direction to do the scene a different way, maybe a couple different times. But that different way will be extreme, so it's basically extreme direction. Okay. Uh, so, for example, Uh-oh. you might be playing a scene where it's uh, two people having a, a disagreement at home, and then it may be like while a you are escaping a volcano, and it's coming. The lava is chasing you or one of you is uh, very, very sick from food poisoning or it could be anything. So and whatever other kinds of cool acting direction you'd like to give. So uh, that is called redirection. Why don't we start out with me and Elsie with the first scene? Dresden let's start out with you uh redirecting us a couple of times with your extreme direction and uh what I love from you Rory is a suggestion as to what the nature of the scene is to
1: start <sighs> off with. All right so you're in the hospital. Oh okay, that's always well, great
3: for a comedy great. show. Perfect.
1: Okay, here we go. <laughs> so
2: uh doctor I'm really hopeful please when am I going to get my COVID results? You won't go ahead with my surgery unless I get my COVID results.
4: Yes. Yeah, someone will be with you uh, in a moment about that. But you're here now. Yeah, but that's not my job. I'm here to, you know, give you my expert opinion once the results come in, but I'm your, your uh, primary here. I'm your local uh, physician, but we need the expert to come in here and help you out. So we got to wait till they come in. Cause I need that uh, consultation to come straight from the, the you know the expert,
2: but I'm so worried.
4: I'm high risk, doctor. You should know this. I I do understand, and that's why I'm here with my bedside manner for you. marching band
3: has just entered the hospital now, and they've lifted the doctor onto their shoulders and they've carried her off. The only one in the waiting room to help console Mark <laughs> is a child with a handful of sticky gummy worms.
2: Wow, that's quite a direction. <laughs>
3: So We're... what do you say now? How do you console yourself with the child with the handful of sticky gummy worms and Elsie is now playing the child with the sticky gummy worms. Oh, Am I, I see. playing okay, the game got wrong? Uh,
2: you know what? It can be whatever we want it to be. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it can be whatever it be. It's not what I it's had in mind, It's the ending but scene fun. of
3: Ferris Bueller with the, with the warm gummy bear.
2: gummy bear. Oh, I see. That's so, good. Uh, where did that doctor go? I hear music. I hear music uh and 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 uh, oh uh, little girl, little girl <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. um, and scene um. I see no reason to go on that was the, the end Yay! right there very good All right, well done Elsie you made it work very very good alright let's do it again uh, and uh, how about uh, Rory and Dresden are in a scene together okay. Uh-oh. and Elsie uh, why don't you give them a suggestion and I'll direct
4: you guys are at the zoo and one person wants to go one, see one kind of animal and the other one wants to go and see a different kind of animal
1: and okay. action I wanna go see the monkeys.
3: But why do you want to see the monkeys? Last time you saw the monkeys, they threw poop at you and you cried and cried and screamed and screamed and, and never want to got see over the monkeys. it. Yeah, well I wanna see uh, the tigers because they're no, big and shifts and
1: No, they're boring. They just lie there, they're not doing anything. The monkeys they don't actually lie, have they fun. Growl, at least they threw poo orange. and did something.
3: Yeah, well, the tigers growl at each other and sometimes fight. Come on, come on, come on with me. No, and then after the tigers, anything. we'll go see no, the no, elephants. Because no, see... the elephants are huge and no, beautiful and majestic. No, I don't, I don't know what I see, though. I want
1: to see giraffes instead. They're huge and beautiful and long necks. Okay. I want to see those instead.
2: Hold, please. Hold, please. I have a direction. Very good, everybody. But what I love to see here a little bit is um, I feel, Dresden, you're playing the child a little too much like a parent. So maybe you could make Mm. yourself a little more feel like the child that you're supposed to be. And Rory, I I really I I love the innocence that you brought to the kidnapper. But uh I would love to see a little bit more of the evil intent there. (laughs) Uh, you know, as you hide in the zoo. Uh, So if we we could just go more truer to the intent of the characters here and go ahead, why don't you take action and go.
1: Well, we're going to be going to see the monkeys because I've actually told you that was what we're doing. And that's I don't about know it. who
2: you
3: are. I don't know who you are. I'm gonna throw this monkey poop at you and say the monkey did it.
1: it. It's okay because it's a fine. We're gonna actually just go after the monkeys, we're gonna go see the draft. Oh no.
3: You added oh. kidnapper to the scene.
2: I know. Actually, uh, you added kidnapper uh, into kidnapper. a
3: alleged funny scenario that followed the scenario of a hospital. So you're all killing me tonight, people.
2: Oh, and scene. Like, <laughs> and scene. Oh, it's a, sorry, sorry, Rory. I just, I just Cow can't perpetuate kidnapper. that after <laughs> the after the objection. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you all very much. Uh, we are. Gonna... Wait, wow. we're
3: not going to go into the next rapist and mutilator scene. <laughs> Oh, sigh.
2: I don't know. I'm I'm just in an evil place tonight. I guess you are. <laughs> but I knew you could do it, Drez. I knew you I, could do I, it. I'm
3: not. I'm not feeling success thus just yet. But hey, thanks. Oh,
2: okay. Um, well, let's take a break. And uh when we come back, it's gonna be do that
3: all over again. And we're gonna talk to Rory, <laughs>
2: who can who can share with us how. People can do this better right after this
0: <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram at funny people talking And Elsie at Elsie the producer And please for the love of all that is holy Subscribe to the show and leave us a damn Review and a really really good Rating on iTunes pretty please Thank you
2: Rory, uh, thank you so much uh, for playing along with us
1: uh, to course. whatever
2: level on
1: Dresden's success. Oh, Well, she was a successful child in the last one. I have to say I was she, was,
2: terrified, she was. was good. I like it. Child.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, that was fun. So Rory, uh, let me start out. I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, Dresden knows so much more about what you're doing than, than I do. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I certainly invite you, Dresden, to drive a lot of this uh, conversation. But
3: Thank you, my but, friend.
2: But, but, as always, by the way. But, uh, and, but Rory, um, I think what I really want to know is what is it like for you to – because most of what you're doing with Boom is actually Ooh. happening in America, right?
1: It, a I mean, lot of it's in the States, and, yeah. and then it's, uh, it's just still worldwide. We do have sure. people that show up from Australia, China, Japan. Okay.
2: So I guess the question would be how did it manifest its what you're doing from we'll give we'll get more into what it is in a second. Yeah. But how did you manifest something that was like you know what would be so cool and I should do this to you yeah. actually having people in more than one country that participate and and, and both as a performer or teacher and as an actual student as well. How did, at least for your path, did that take it from here's an idea to actually being even at the point you are now?
1: Well, I have uh, something called Hughes Productions where I brought over Broadway stars to teach in Ireland. Okay. And then it's always been in my mind of how to make it, how to link Broadway to Ireland and the world more. So when COVID happened, it actually just literally exploded into my head. And wow. that's how I became up. Not with the COVID,
3: boom. the idea.
1: The idea exploded. Just in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It literally it actually yeah. went boom in my head and I was like, oh, um, uh, we can actually help artists that now have now have no work. Um, uh, we can uh, wow. help basically support artists by artists, and that's how I came up with it. And my network of people that I knew, I was like, Well, this is gonna be a great way to help them and just become a new part of linking Broadway, the West End with the whole entire world, basically. And, you know, people that are really far away that aren't able to be in New York, meet the people that they know from the recordings. It was exciting for some, a lot of them as well, you know,
2: really breathes life to a little bit into that saying all the world's a stage, although I understand the meaning Jane. behind that was different. But what you're really yeah. proving is, is, is the stage is a worldwide thing that's shared. It doesn't have to be
1: hey, separated Hey, Rory, by that games. was yeah. good.
3: Let's steal Mark's idea. I like that. <laughs> yes, let's all the world's de- a stage. And we don't have to pay any royalties to Shakespeare, so no, just no, steal that. Go let's do it. Go, uh, continue, Mark, uh, no, as I, you were. It. Ha, that was it, as Michael. you like it, Mark, as you I, like
2: it. That was a... Br- oh, ho, 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 ho beautifully done beautifully done Uh, that was much ado about something Uh, thank you all right
1: very nice so uh rory let's It's either midsummer or not (laughs) i know okay we keep going we can keep going
2: (laughs) i don't know what that means
3: show about that sometime
2: what uh rory uh, tell us about what actually boom is and and maybe how it may even be different than what you initially thought it was going to be
1: um, It's Broadway Official Online Masterclass, and it's an online educational platform where people can find out how to stay connected um, with training, learn new skills in design, or what have you. And then we also have live classes with Broadway stars where they can uh, hone their craft on auditioning, acting through song, performance, telling a story, character development, all of those types of things. and. We have monthly memberships where we have pre-recorded classes for members where we have 80 plus, nearly 90 classes now, where a new member can really have a whole plethora of classes in dancing, singing, acting, design, and uh, stage management. Basically. That's so
2: cool. That is so cool. Are, are, who are your students? Are they uh, all generally actors? Are they adults? Are they kids? Or you know, what's yeah, your range? It's,
1: a, it's actually um, the majority are usually in their teens that we have take our classes, but we've had adults take our classes. We've had professionals take our classes. Um, an example is we're sanctioned by the Fosse Verdon Estate for some of our dance classes. And some of the professionals in New York City have been in our classes because they still want to keep training. They want to keep flexible. They want to keep honing their craft. And I think that's always, it's always important that you never stop learning. So it just shows that even the professionals keep doing that mm. as well.
3: And one of the things that, that Boom is, is nearing the end of is a six-week composing writing series that you – crafted in your mind, Rory. And, and I've sat in on uh, most of them and we have folks who are, you know, maybe just written one song or they've already workshopped a musical and they're asking Tony winning composers and librettists and lyricists to listen to a snippet of their work and give their feedback. If that doesn't blow your mind that that experience can happen. Rory, when you're facilitating these, these sessions with, you know, Beyond just the artist on stage, these are the Tony-winning, Emmy-winning writers. What's it like for you to watch this unfold and know that you made it happen, etc.? I'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: It's really exciting. An example, like when we first started in April, we only like... When COVID hit Ireland, it literally was March 16th. And then we launched on April 1st when I created Boom. So I had two weeks to create it, to get it out there. And one of the first classes was with our actual Fosse class. And there was 10 countries dancing together on Zoom together. Oh and gosh. the person who was in charge of the Virgin Fosse estate, I actually started crying and I had to mute oh. myself. I was, I was facilitating the question and answer. I started crying because, and I had to mute myself because I, I would, otherwise oh. I would have been like, <laughs> because she said, this is so beautiful. There's 10 countries dancing around the world together right now that you brought together. And I was like, it hit me. And like, and what you said with the composer series, the six week series, it's all these walks of life of people that want to create a new musical, getting to work with Tony winners, Emmy award winners, Grammy winners to really tone and develop their musical so they can always improve it. I mean, let's be honest. There's always rewrites all the time with musicals, right? Drez. Like, well, yeah, even, I mean, even if it's a finished project. I mean to circle is. back
3: to James Rado I mean, he they they worked on that. It was off Broadway, like six yeah. different incarnations before finally a composer came along and said, I'm gonna help you package this up yeah. and we're gonna make this be a thing. So you know, no one you can't have an ego when you're on the Mark, you've composed, you know. But Mark, how would yeah. how would you feel if like, you know, Andrew Lippa gave you feedback on your song directly?
2: But, uh, but obviously i'd be delighted
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah well hey d- okay. we it,
3: it happens next saturday you can sign up
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Ba-da-bum>. <laughs> <Boom>. yeah, <ba-da-bum. laughs> this weekend we have heather hawk who did the book for legally blonde so uh that's exciting because she wa- she won the olivier award for the book of legally blonde wow. actually and nominated for tony
3: so, like once in a lifetime experiences. And, you know, I'm a theater kid from a small town in upstate New York. If I could have had that experience, all I had was Thursday night watching Fame. If I yeah. could have actually just Met taken, uh, you know, this past week we had Patty Murin, you know, Anna from Frozen. <laughs> she even did a promo for us. Do you want to sing with Patty? Oh,
2: wow. I mean,
3: we're so, yes, Rory wanted to help his performing friends and behind-the-scenes friends, so many people out of work. It is a crisis. It really is. Have an income, and he's paying them well, which is why we're not making any money. That's
1: really amazing. Making it happen,
3: (laughs) and that's making dreams come true for students on the other side. Yeah,
1: completely. And if you think think about it, even professionals outside of New York, for like regionally, that they get to meet their idols, you know, and even people in Ireland that are professionals. uh, We've had a a professional voice teacher take Sierra's class because she was so excited that she could meet Sierra Boggess and actually meet her and get feedback from her, you know, and that's uh, even, so we've had a wide spectrum of Mm -hmm. ages on there, but that, you know, even a professional out in California that has never made it to New York can actually meet these people that they hear on the recording
2: at such point that we are all fortunate enough that the pandemic begins to recede and it's it feels safe and it makes sense for Broadway yeah. to and West End to start reopen. returning reopen how do you think that will affect your model because my question is you know some of the people you really want are won't be as available as they are now on the other yeah. hand people will be excited that you know it's all back up and running and You know, not everyone is always in a show at the moment. But do you see that as a a shot in the arm, or uh, you know, can can that erode, you know, who you who you can call upon in that moment?
1: Yeah, I I actually see this going continuing on even beyond even when Broadway opens big big time because we are a membership company where. People can access our classes at any time and all the time. And we can always keep offering new classes to members. Even, even if they're pre-recorded, it's still a new dance class, let's say, that they mm-hmm. get uh, every week or every two weeks. They get a brand new dance class in the, that they can take. And the people that are on Broadway, and when it comes back, they can film during the day as well or teach during the day a live class when they have time as well.
3: And lots of Monday night classes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or Sunday if they're off. That's right. Uh,
3: that's but, true, but yeah. The other, you know, thing that's interesting that that made me gravitate to on a volunteer my time with Boom is that education. Education yeah. is at the heart of it. And And so imagine this, right? A school is doing a local production of, say, Fame. And, and somebody who actually was the dance captain for fame on Broadway is now going to do a session with you and your entire cast, you know, and, and so there's or so my many
1: ultimate goal getting Debbie Allen on and doing a class.
3: Yes. So let's do right now. Let's use our Tina Fey mantra: Debbie, <laughs> Debbie, Debbie Allen, Allen.
1: Please do boom.
3: This is where you, W-L. and yes. this is where you find fame. Right? We all know that part of yeah,
2: the exactly. show.
3: Oh, anyone my age who watched Fame in the eighties. So, in other words, the education focus will prevail and will continue. And you know, working with teachers and the, just this incredible resource um, at the fingertips of uh, theater educators.
1: Yeah. And because we also go beyond just acting, singing, and dancing. Let's also make sure we say that. That it's design. It's uh, like we have a lot of lighting classes on our website now because people need to learn how to light their Zoom. They need to learn how to light their self-tapes. Schools need to learn how to cheaply light their shows nowadays with LED That kind of stuff.
2: I was going to ask you, where did this all come from? Are you an actor? Are you involved in theater? Uh, What's the root of your connection with Broadway or or even your access to these actors?
1: So I've always been a performer. I grew up performing in Pittsburgh, where I'm originally from. And I I took, uh, you know, conservatory classes over the weekend. I took classes during the week in singing, dancing, acting. And I went to Syracuse University for musical theater. And then for before moving to Ireland uh, and I've been in Ireland 10 years, but for nine and a half years, I lived in New York where I performed. I, you worked at uh, Broadway shows, bartending, actually Legally Blonde was where I was a bartender for the show. So I met a lot of the stars from that and knew some people <laughs> in the cast from auditions. And so you meet a lot of people auditioning all the time. And so there uh, an example is like Timothy Hughes who taught our, uh, greatest showman dance class as well as our Hades Town dance class we used to audition together and uh he's now made it he's was in charlie chaplin and then that set up his career to be in the movie greatest showman and then to frozen and then to Town.
2: how do you think about humor in relation to what boom does you know, humor is such an important part of acting. It's a part of any yeah. performance, dance, singing. All of them integrate humor into many routines or performances, or 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 the way it's directed, or what whatever. Right. So, how do you make sure that if at all that humor is a part of the uh, what do you call it curriculum or offerings, so that you know that that is properly addressed?
1: That is something that we probably have to. Actually, look at even more and just make sure we always have humor. And I think that's something that we forget in general in acting is where's is the humor, and even if it's a serious moment, where's the humor in it? Yeah. I think we forget that because uh, I teach drama and I think we sometimes forget that as an actor because sometimes in our hardest, serious moments, there is humor within it.
2: You know, it's funny, you know? funny it's funny you say it because that's actually as an actor myself where I aim. I think, I don't know, I don't know that I I ever thought about it until this moment, but I actually think that's actually where I am because humor for a lot of people in real life situations is about trying to deal with conflict or, or things that are uncomfortable or, and they, and and it's a, it's a defense mechanism or whatever. So if you, if you go to where that humor is in there somewhere, you may find that conflict or the conflict or the defense mechanism or the, you know, the discomfort or whatever it is, I think, I don't know. Uh, that's interesting. Interesting. Uh, what, what, uh, who is, uh, who is someone that is on Broadway right now that if you had yeah. your druthers, you would recruit them in a second? <laughs> that I was? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who could be on Broadway right now? <laughs> who uh, could be on Broadway yeah. that I was? Who, who, who would be like A plus choice talent right now that you'd be like, man, if I could get them as a part of who's, you know, working with my organization, give me oh, their number. yeah.
1: Oh, there's a few like Sutton Foster, uh-huh. eventually, I mean, Audra McDonald, Bernadette Peters. Oh, yeah. And I think the big one would be Patti Lapone would be another uh. big one. <laughs> um, we got lucky enough. I had Donna McKechnie on, chorus line Tony winner on, boom, uh, this past summer teaching. And I was like a little schoolgirl just listening and watching her like because I'm like, the legend donna mckechnie <laughs> you know the original like, cassie oh my god the original cassie is talking to me right now uh, and crazy. when i was setting up her teaching after i got off the phone and zoom with her i went literally went oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> that's nice but uh, debbie allen is one of them she's a brother well, film diva and director because her energy and-, and passion is so amazing
2: She'd be oh, a great yeah. person to talk to about being on both sides of the coin, and, and, and as a oh, director, yes. as an actor, and transitioning from theater to 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 film and TV, and yeah. you know, a lot a lot yeah. she could talk about there.
1: She's uh, oh yeah,
2: she's seen it all, and she's seen things transform. Um, and then get years. her
1: sister Felicia Rashad on, who I've met oh, once, and I on. was also like a little schoolgirl because oh, you know it's Mrs. Oxbow. Of course, of course,
2: <laughs> of course, she will never yeah. you
1: know. Um, uh, oh, I thought of one, Dresden, for you, by okay. the way. Okay, right. so the, uh, f- a great funny story is actually Laura Bell Bundy, and she was talking about something that she does vocally to help uh, lower your larynx, and it literally is a snore, uh, uh, a raspberry, and uh, you snort out, you go... Really? Yeah, and it helps soothe your... It gets your larynx in a, uh, the correct uh, position, and it just is a... But there was a time she said that uh, and so much better that uh, that she has that one second when she turns around to hand up the card to the girls that are spelling her name, and she turns her back. And if she has to, literally go. <laughs> <laughs> while, she's <on laughs> and stage. while she's so the on sound stage to... guys.
3: The sound guys know to mute her at that millisecond. I think
1: hey, that's. That, a... I think they know that, but there. I think there. She said that there was one time where it was a little bit louder than normal, but no one really knew what it was. Oh. But, her that she knew what it was and she was like oh god oh no
3: <laughs> was that a uh, personal personal trick or was she taught that
1: um that was from her voice teacher that was cool. from Liz, Liz Kaplan i think
3: i'm going to try it so, so yeah.
1: and it actually it actually soothes as well when you do it afterward and you interesting. can interesting it opens puts puts your larynx back into the proper place where you need it
2: that's what i'm going to tell my wife every night when i sound like that anyway i'm going to say i'm
1: just working on my larynx just clear my larynx that's
2: all i'm doing it's all theater it's all for the it's related. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rory, how can people uh, find Boom and follow you and everything like that if they want to check it yes. out? Yes,
1: broadwayonlineclass.com.
2: Oh, awesome. Great. I will tell you, Rory Hughes, what a pleasure to have you all the Woo! way from Ireland. Thank you. <laughs> Dublin, thank you thank so much for, for joining us Looking out for the artists
3: and the students.
2: Uh, that's yeah. it for this episode of uh, Funny People Talking and, and how much fun was it to get to talk to Rory. Thank you all for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll see you next week with another uh, wonderful show, which actually is going to be our big deal Thanksgiving show. And anything can happen uh, until anything. then for our producer, Elsie. Thank you. And our uh, co-host, Dresden.
3: Goodbye, beautiful people.
2: Goodbye, beautiful people. I'm Mark Rayco. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time, and until then, stay fun.
1: That's it? That's the end of the show?
0: Boy, uh, boy, what a crock. This was Funny People Talking. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at Funny People Talking or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, the business of being heard.